We hope you enjoy the following Playboy Radio production. Chances are you're going to love what you hear. Please go to PlayboyRadio.com and become a member for more Playmates, more shows, and exclusive extras. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Let's have safe sex. Play with me. PlayboyRadio.com A show all about the playful side of sex and sexuality. Oh my gosh. Hosted by Miyoko. America's toy educator and intimacy expert. Hey everybody, you should always be playing safe, and I am so surprised to hear that a lot of you don't, and I don't really get that, so we're going to be talking all about that today because I'm literally in a state of shock. I don't know how you guys aren't concerned about your sex lives and how to play safe, be it getting an STD, getting a yeast infection, uh, falling in love with the wrong people, having really bad anal play. <laughs> I, like, I like how falling in love with the wrong people followed yeast infection. Yes, I enjoyed totally. That. We're ranking these in order of importance. <laughs> so clearly, you hear I have a guest in studio. This is actually my co-host for the day, Lou Santini. He's a comedian to give us some comic relief. <laughs> From a very serious <laughs> subject. Well, it can be really serious. Add some and, levity. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if we could talk more openly about STDs and like it wasn't so taboo and people weren't afraid to talk about condoms and I've heard so many shocking stories lately because I'm posing this topic on my social media if you guys are on Facebook or Twitter it's at Ask Miyoko at Lou Santini make sure that you're commenting because I I mean I'm not here to judge I'm not judging you I'm just surprised like I'm I'm hearing stories about women my age that are saying they don't want to use condoms with random hookups, and I'm just like, are you fucking serious? If ever you're going to use condoms, the random hookups, that's the one you right. definitely use. You know, your your boyfriend, your husband, whatever. Well, here's the thing. I mean, people are cheating anyway, so, like, how do you stay safe in a marriage even? Because I know people that are having affairs, and they're doing their things, and they're, you know, they're, there have even been situations where things have come up. Like, I have a friend who's been having an affair, and then she ended up getting HPV, and I'm like... Ooh. And your husband didn't question you? Right. Not to mention you run the risk of, I don't know, pregnancy. Well, yeah. Which is even a bigger... But I mean, you could probably... (laughs) Which which is a pretty big tell. Yeah, but you could probably get by with that. Like, you get an early abortion, whatever. Like, you can get away with that. But, like, so she tells him she has HPV. Mm -hmm. He doesn't ask her where she's got it. Uh, You know why? Because he's cheating. There you go. (laughs) Thank you. Next case. (laughs) Solved that one. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, people, how are you not being safe? Like, how are you not playing safe? That makes no sense to me. Um, A lot of the younger guys, too, like somebody commented earlier and said, I just like to pull out. Like, okay, great. I'm going to assume then that you have very limited partners and that you get tested regularly and so do your partners. Right. Let me ask you this. Uh, you and I are close to the same age. I'm a little older than you, but no, well, no, nonetheless, <laughs> are you? when you yes, I am. When you when when uh, the AIDS uh, crisis really hit its peak mm-hmm. in the in the mid to late '80s, right, uh, which of course led to more talk about all the other STDs and stuff. I have heard more than one uh, conversation on the news and in the media about how we were so inundated with all that information. After a while, it becomes the yeah, yeah, yeah. 
syndrome. Right, right. Just like if you were to tell a child, like, don't touch that, don't touch that, don't touch that. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. After a while, if you tell that, per- that child too much, then it goes in one ear and out the other, or you just simply get tired of hearing it, or you flat out ignore it. Right. So maybe they overdid it. You know, I, I'm, During I, I'm not generation. saying they are. Yeah, I'm not saying, <laughs> you know, look, I mean, it, it, can you have too much information? I don't think so. But I just think the way uh, also when when that uh, whole situation happened, we did not have the media as prevalent as it is today. Well, and I think that when HIV and AIDS <clears throat> really hit the scene for our generation, that's when we were kind of becoming sexually active. Right. You know, there was right. this whole generation prior to and following us where for our generation, like, AIDS killed you. Right. And we also heard of celebrities dying from it or contracting it. Now, right. I know in this generation, the latest person is probably most famous person would be what, Charlie Sheen? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm guessing Buddy has not died from it. Well, simply, and according to you. Right. According to, uh, for a while there in the media, he said he was cured from some goat's, from milk, goat's milk, whatever it was, from a doctor who's been discredited, yada, yada. Right. But I'm saying we have not had a major celebrity death due to that in a right. while. Am I well, forgetting one? Well, living with HIV. Right. Exactly. So that's the, quote, problem. You right. know? what I mean? So you don't see like, oh my God, that guy died. That woman died from it. Right. You know, I thought but we were all like invincible. But that's like the major stuff. And I sure. think that people feel like, oh, I'll never get that, even though it's still very, like there's a million people with AIDS, but you know, people still have that mentality like, well, that'll never happen to me. Right. Because you're not having sex like Charlie Sheen did. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not trying to be funny here. He's like, I mean, he had sex with everything and everyone and did drugs and yeah. who knows what the crazy parting life. You're like, well, that's because he did that. I'm right. like, eh, well. It's easy to chalk it up to it that. Is, it is but easy But we all to know people that. with AIDS. HIV, I'm sure, sure, sure. Right. We know somebody through somebody who's got HIV and who's living with it. And like, you know, it is an issue. Mm-hmm. It's definitely something that you need to look out for. And you don't know when you're having a random hookup who that person's been with, what their level of integrity is sexually. Sure. Like you just don't know. And that's what baffles me. That's what I'm surprised by. Like, yeah, they seem like a nice person. <laughs> awesome. They seem, like a, they seem nice. Right. <laughs> Strap a pl- strap a rubber on that. Like, really? Right. They seemed like a nice person. Like, wow. Okay. I heard Charlie Sheen was nothing but nice to like his cast <laughs> and crew. I don't really. I always heard like what a generous, nice guy right. he was. Yeah. Until he's a nice guy. Until you, you know. There you go. But like, what about the other things? What about herpes? What about HPV? Like, you know, most people have HPV at this point. You know, we've been trying to vaccinate against it for years now right. and the strain is growing and becoming something stronger so now there's all these different strains of hpv and right. like is that good for us is that bad for us i don't know do you disclose to somebody that you've got hpv do you need to say that are you asking me this question yeah oh i thought you were just throwing it out there to the audience uh yeah i i would want to know would you want to know absolutely i would like, want to know if my significant other and i we just started dating we started yeah. getting sexual i would want to know these things because chances are you could contract it you could give it to somebody else yes so you would want to know. Absolutely. I've had uh, former girlfriends long time ago admit to me that they had herpes and they gave me the, uh, like, I haven't had an outbreak in, you know, two, three years, whatever. Right. I always practice safe sex. I was recently okay, well, so tested. Okay, this is yada, a great yada. question. So yes. when did they tell you? Uh, let's see. I dated that girl for probably, I mean, I, I want to say dating because I didn't see her every single day for three weeks. But I mean, <laughs> I, we just, you know, we, we met, we went out for dinner a couple times and I guess we kind of knew like, well, here comes date four. This is going to be the date. This this could be the sex date. Right. You never you know? know. And she gave me the talk that night before we actually started, uh, you know, we were out to dinner. It was after dinner before we went back to her place. Oh. So there was that, that travel okay. time. Well, so you had time to think about it. I had it. time to th- I had a drive. <laughs> With L.A. traffic, that gave me a good three, four hours to think about it, you know. So. Right. No, no, no. That's good. I mean, you got to be able to think about it, right. I think. You don't just want to be like all... <laughs> 
Right. Okay, and by the way, I have oh, okay, yeah, wait. That's not oh, that's fair. Fine. That's, that's, that's just <laughs> cruel. That's mean. I mean, that's, that. you know, that's you're, as Ray Romano said once, and everyone loves Raymond, you're activating the launch sequence, so to speak. Right. And then all of a sudden, you're, you know, you're pulling the, the okay, plug assuming, in the countdown. Okay, but assuming that you're having safe sex, you're wearing condoms, mm-hmm. is it that big of an issue? Let's say the person's not having an outbreak, you're using a condom. Is it still important to let that person know? I would say, yeah, because you want the other person to have a make a fair, uh, uh, an informed decision. I would. I would want somebody to make or to give me the option. May I draw a parallel here? Okay. <laughs> I, I, maybe you may, might agree with this parallel, maybe not. But here, I'm a huge car guy, right? Mm-hmm. And I've actually helped friends buy cars, new and used. I love car shopping, especially when it's for other people because it's not my money. But would you, you're buying a used car. You buy a car that is, look... It's a used car. It's got a lot of miles on it, but we just gave it a complete once-over. It's never been in a wreck. I mean, yeah, it had these transmission problems. It had this engine issue, and they were expensive, but they're all fixed. This car is good to go. Mm -hmm. Do you still buy that car? On the one hand, it was broken before, but it got handled, <laughs> yeah. but you were warned. I mean, I'm not trying to compare. I like the analogy. I, I like I mean, it. Is, it, is, it, is that too far, too far that. of a reach? It's, no, like, no, no. It, it's like you said. It's like, all right, so I, a person does have herpes. Like, look, I'm putting a condom on. You still want to do this? Right. You make a, make a choice. Yeah, no, and I agree with you, and I do want full disclosure. Yeah. I want full disclosure. I want to have absolute control over my decisions. Yes. I want to know. If it's a random hookup, I'm probably not even going to ask, honestly, because... I, I feel like I'm engaging in safe sex. I'm mm-hmm. not really making that choice. And, eh, you know, sure. like I'm probably not going to ask. Like, hey, by the way, do you have any STDs before we do this? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's probably not going to happen asked, that way. I've but... even asked after. <laughs> I mean, just, you know. If yeah. You, hey, you, by the way. Well, no, well, no, use the condom. And it's still you right. did the right thing. You go, are you sure? I mean, after. Right. Is there anything? Could be kind of a buzzkill after about? sex. He's like, are you sure about that? Because that's what I'm saying. There's it's something not going to stop you. Well, that's the thing. I and mean, it's like it's, you've done the, the deed after you're done. You know, the person's right. going to go, all right. Yeah. So maybe I have, you know, you might catch them because people have a tendency. And I know I myself as a man have right. agreed to a lot of weird things. To, <laughs> to, I mean, I mean, like, you know, is I, it OK I, if I shop it on? Um, um, no, oh, no, okay, yeah. no, no. I'm not even talking about sex. Like, <laughs> I've had a girlfriend say, can we go to this movie? No, I'm not going to see that. That's a girl. That's a chick flick. Whatever. Right. You have sex. Come on. Can we go? OK. Well, you had sex. <laughs> All those endorphins are gone. You all right. agree to the Kennedy assassination after I've had sex. You know, <laughs> I'm just saying it's like one. I, I do a follow up question after and a oh, lie detector okay. and a polygraph. Oh, nice. Yes, I, very thorough. After the fact. After the fact. After the fact. Okay, well, we've actually got a guy on the line who, his name is Christopher, and he has been living with herpes for many, many years. And and for a lot of people, I have a really good friend who's got herpes too, and and it's it's an uncomfortable topic for them, and they don't know exactly when to say. There are complete dating sites just for people with uh, certain... Which I get because yeah. it's like there's this shame connected to Stigma. yeah having the virus. Yet one in five women they say reportedly have genital herpes, and nine out of ten men. So there's quite a lot of people walking around with just genital herpes. We're not even talking about the one you get on your lip. Sure, like this is these are big numbers. It's not a fever blister. No, these are big numbers of people with sexually transmitted diseases that probably aren't disclosing it. Do we need to disclose it? Are they having safe sex? Hopefully. But like, can we take the shame away from the virus itself and just talk about it openly? This guy actually has been taking a product that has destroyed his herpes. Christopher, are you on the line? Yes, I am. Hi there. So first of all, you've been listening to some of our conversation about like, when do you disclose to people? You lived with herpes for quite a long time. I'm sure you dealt with some of these issues. Absolutely. The most important thing is honesty. And that's one of the hardest things that people are afraid to do because they're afraid of rejection and getting involved. But then 
once you don't tell the person and they find out, it actually it's a federal offense. You can get a felony for it. They can sue you. You know, because for herpes? You're endangering a person. Yeah, you're endangering a person's life. I mean, I know you're you can for, H- for HIV. HIV. Yeah, I didn't know that yeah. that applied for herpes. Herpes also. Herpes, you'll get in trouble. Someone could sue you. Wow. That's insane. So then at what point are you disclosing this information? I mean, are you just doing it right from the get-go? It depends. I feel that I've been, you know, more than, of course, one person. It depends when you meet the person and how you feel them out. Some people you tell them immediately and you over a date. Some people you wait after dating for a while and then you tell them once you're getting, you know, all hot and heavy into the moment and you tell them, you know, look, you know what? Sometimes the most beautiful things in life have a flaw, and this is my flaw, and I'm sorry to disappoint you, but I'd rather be honest with you and respect me as a friend than hate me for the rest of your life. Right. Wow, that's a nice way of putting it. And I'm assuming at that point maybe you're discussing not using condoms? At that moment in time, I recommend using condoms. A lot of times some women, they're like, listen, you know, do you have it right now? No, I don't. Is there a chance that you can get it? There is a chance. If I had an outbreak a couple weeks ago, it's called a shedding phase. Microscopically, you can't see it, but there is a chance. You're kind of playing Russian roulette, but more than likely, you won't get it. And if you have a, if you're predisposed to a weakened immune system somewhat, you're also more predisposed. Then then there's a chance that your body, usually the first time someone's exposed to herpes, usually the body keeps it at bay, but the second or third time your immune system has been broken, then you get an outbreak. Wow. So, and you're saying like you could have had an outbreak weeks prior and you wouldn't see any visual signs. Right. Like you wouldn't right. know. That's fucking frightening. Huh. Well, it, go- it goes both ways for a woman and for a man. A woman's vagina is much more porous and exposed. A man's penis is a lot different. You know, it heals, the wound heals. Mm-hmm. A woman, it's hard to tell. You got to get right in there with a snorkel and look around. And <laughs> a snorkel in a mask. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's how I justify mine. Well, so now um, you lived with herpes for quite a long time, but you've been taking a product that has basically annihilated the virus. Yes, and it doesn't just work on. It was invented for herpes. It's an, an immune modulator. It's an immune booster. Mm-hmm. And with this product, it comes from three snake venoms. And parts of the venom, like any other drug, like now they're doing it with marijuana where they take out the THC and they have the hemp. Uh-huh. You know, it has all the benefits. So one of the ingredients is from a king cobra. And what these venoms do is a virus, typical any virus in the body has two shells and it can't be penetrated or broken down. What this does, when it gets into your body, there's a nerve toxin, a hemotoxin, a blood toxin, a neurotoxin, and there's an immune booster in it, and it penetrates the virus and kills it. It also boosts your immune system, so over time, depending on what you have, you have type 1 herpes, which is usually on the mouth, and type 2 is genital, but they can shift, they can move, and over time, what happens when you take this product, depending if you have two, I recommend 90 days, because that way you get a full, full dose. Normally, it's 15 days, and you take this little path, and you put it underneath your tongue, and it'll dissolve, mm-hmm. and it's done. So like for forever? Someone type one, type... Yes. Like you don't have to keep for... taking this every day for the rest of your life. No, no, because what happens, like just to give you an example, I just got feedback from the owner. A person had HIV, and after taking it for 60 days, they went back to the doctor, and the doctor couldn't find the HIV anymore because their immune system got so strong, the product penetrated the virus and killed it, and that was it. Okay, that's kind of insane. That's crazy to mm-hmm. me. How long has this product been around? It's FDA registered, but it's not FDA approved because if the FDA gets a hold of this, they're going to want to crush it. They want to milk the cow. 
Well, of course. Yeah, there's some. Uh, there's definitely some credence to that. I have a friend who's uh, diabetic, and I said, you know, when are we going to cure that? I mean, you know, he's like, he says, dude, he says, even if they found one, they make so much money every on year on the daily, weekly, monthly medication. They it would just cripple that right. industry. So, uh, well, how 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 long ago was this discovered? This this uh, product. This was this was discovered. Uh, figured that when I met her at the show, maybe just maybe two or three months prior to the show in Burbank, California. Oh wow! Yeah, I mean, I you. right? Okay. Yeah, no, I met him at the uh, the toy manufacturers okay. expo because it's actually the toy industry that's supporting the launch Brought of this it. product. Like, I'm not seeing any health food you know, companies or like medical companies. This is not a pharma product. Oh, this is the first time I've heard it. And I, it was the first time I'd seen it, heard of it. I was just like, wait, what? So, okay. So you, uh, sir, you've heard about this a few months ago, but how long has the product been around? I guess I should ask. When this first product came out, it's been out for years. It came out as an injectable, but once you make something an injection, it's very difficult for, to get it to be uh, a homeopathic. Because in injection form, it's considered to be almost like a drug, of sure. course. Oh, right. It's an injectable form. And they only can get it out of, like, the islands like Bahamas. So it didn't. So then they finally made it sublingual. As I said, you open up the packet. It's called subsidium. There's little tiny little pieces of paper. You put it underneath your tongue, and it dissolves. No side effects. Nothing. Well, you told us it was uh, from uh, derived from various snake venoms. How... Oh, were you enjoying that? Well, if you think that was good, you should go to playboyradio.com and hear what happens next. The first 30 days are free, so you have nothing to lose. See you there. Playboyradio.com Thanks for listening to Playboy Radio on SoundCloud. Make sure you like us on Facebook, Playboy Radio. We promise you won't be disappointed.